Hey, hey, good bitches, and welcome to this week's episode of Good Bitch. I'm Jules Rangihayue. And I'm Jodie Clark, and we're just two good bitches trying to live good lives. Today, GBs, we thought we'd check ourselves. Check, check. Before we wreck ourselves, and enter into a little conversation about ego. You know, you gals are all about self-reflection here at Good Bitch. Mm-hmm. Our listener question today had us in stitches. Mm. It's about a sexual act and it could do with a number, a certain number, Joe. Our confession is another voice note. So you'll hear the listener live, which we've had an amazing response. Yeah. You, you guys seem to love it. Keep them coming through. They're Keep awesome. Keep them coming hey. through, as always, my darling. How have you been? We had a week off last week, so a bit to catch up on. Yeah, but lots to catch up on. I'm all moved into my new place Yay. in Surrey Hills, which is great for us. Super mm-hmm. close to the studio. Loving the Surrey Hills vibe. It's just the girls, the gays, doggos are plenty. Mm. I mean, it's just, I just feel right at home. Mm -hmm. The girls, the gays and the non-binary baddies. Yeah, yeah. So I'm loving the vibe in Surrey Hills mm-hmm. and my new flatmate, she's just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. She's got a gorgeous little doggo as well and we're just, we're having a bit of a love affair at the moment. Oh. So you should see a bit of him on my Insta story. I can't imagine you living with a, oh no, a cat. Are you, I can't imagine you living it's with a It's cats, cats I don't yes, fuck so, with. Yeah. Everyone knows I'm not a cat lover. Mm-hmm. I'm highly allergic. Mm-hmm. But doggos, huge doggo lover. Love that for you. But how's you? Because you're about to move too. Hey, we've both been in transition. So what's your update? Yes. Uh, sorry, I feel like so- I'd have to apologise to the GBs because I feel like we've been talking about moving for the last six episodes <laughs> and I know it's getting boring. <laughs> but yes, I'm still trying to move house. So um, in T minus nine days, I'll be homeless, which is great. Wow. Um, and Jones and I were discussing because I don't show getting stressed. I'm very... The you same internalize. Mood. Yeah. So, but I have discovered something lately because I'm extremely stressed at the moment. I say as I'm like drinking a cider at 11 a.m. You would never know. I become Jodes very dumb dumb. Oh really? Yeah. When the more stressed I get, I can't count. Wow. I had to take away 19 from 36 the other day, and it took half an hour. Oh my! Like goodness. I become real. My memory is insanely short. So I think it's just because my mind is so scattered. Well, you know, I have goldfish memory. Yeah. So between the two of us, I'm surprised oh, we remembered God. to come today. <laughs> um, and then what happened? Then last week. Your gal get your hair did, and mm. um, I was walking home through Surrey Hills. Oh, here's a, here comes the story. <laughs> Me in that fucking suburb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm walking home through Surrey, and I was like, fuck, I'm feeling myself. I'm going to take myself out for a drink. It was yeah. great. The AFL was still on. I could yeah. catch the, the last half hour of the game. So stop into a very well-known pub in Surrey Hills, and I think guys aren't used to seeing girls legitimately watch sport. Yes. So I'm sitting at this big table just by myself. Minding, got myself a cider. My yeah. business. Got myself a cider, yeah. watching the game. There's two two guys, and you just know, as women, you just know they're yeah. about to say something. Oh, I'm, I'm like, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. They come over and they're like, what team are you going for? Blah, blah, blah. And I had my tote bag that said, good bitch. You know, yeah. I rep it everywhere. Rep. And they were like, are you a good bitch? I said, I'm the best bitch, baby. <laughs> and they said, and one of them was like, but that's an oxymoron. And I said, what do you mean? Do you and mean? he said, you can't be a good bitch because yes, bitch is a bad word. And I said, no, it's not. We use it as a term of endearment. And this guy could not get over that. You know, he was like, but that's, that's, and I could just see his eyes vibrate, you know, when someone's so angry. Yeah. And he was like, that's like saying you're a kind asshole. And I was like, okay. No. Like, anyway, so clearly, you know me, I'm like going in. I'm like, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. 
And it got to the point where I was like, what am I doing? I don't have to argue with you. No. I'm leaving. Like, If, if you want to put a negative connotation around bitch, then that's on you. But we're reclaiming that shit. Yeah. We, it's, it's a great word to us. So, But old Jules, I would have fucking spear tackled that guy to the ground. Like, I would have been there going in. <laughs> yeah. But it got to the point where I kind of was like, I don't actually have to be no. in this situation anymore. Bye. So I just wished him well and I just walked away, which is huge for me. I never walk away. I was like, oh, my God. So that is something ego we will get into. Yes. And then something else happened that Jobs and I have been tossing up whether to talk about, but mm. it, it's been said amongst, I think, both of our friendship groups lately. We absolutely have to get into it, Jobs. Yes, yes. No, we do. We I do. was having a... Intense discussion, let's just call it that nicely, intense discussion with one of my guy mates. And mm-hmm. this is someone who I have spoken about on the podcast before. We think very highly of him. We do, yes. And basically, without going into too much detail, we got on the subject of consent. And listeners, I will just put up a quick trigger warning for the next three or so minutes. We'll be talking about rape. Yes. Trigger warning now. Trigger warning now. So we got onto the topic of consent and rape and one of my guy mates said, but Jules, she should have yelled out. She should have used her voice. I mean, so, Jodes, we need to get into this. I just fucking cannot with this. It's that same argument, hey? Here's my thing. Who the fuck are you mm. to suggest how a woman should react or handle her own sexual assault Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as someone and I'm not going to get emotional here Mm -hmm. as someone who's actually been assaulted and I'm a very confident person Mm -hmm. I froze I was scared I didn't know what to do Mm -hmm. and then the shame kicked in after Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you cannot turn around and say oh she can't have been raped because you know she should have yelled out Mm -hmm. or she should have did who or how you? she acted afterwards didn't match up to how a, a raped person would act, apparently. There's you know? this thing called fear. There's this thing called mm. coercion. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. that black and white. Mm-hmm. You cannot I – just, I just can't. But I this just... is this is what we were speaking about. This is where mm. the disconnect is between male and female is mm. because for guys, the majority of men still think that to be raped, you have to be around the back alley held by knife point. That is what they still think is rape. With women, we know, and I feel like we're preaching to the choir, but we just mm. we really need to discuss this. We know as women, as soon as you do not want to be in that act anymore, as soon as you do no longer give consent, that is rape, and that's where the disconnect is. Exactly. I feel like a lot of men think that rape has to be like it is in the movies, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. rough and tumble. There's a bit of a fight. It's it doesn't always play out mm-hmm, like that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, we would, we've just been furious this past. Oh, uh, uh, to be honest, I feel quite. I will hold this anger because I think to move forward um, with this conversation as hold, you do need mm. some anger. You do need to go to the protests and do it all. Yeah. But I'm starting to feel very fatigued. I'm, I'm feeling, feeling tired. And it's like I'm sick of having to, you know, both Jules and I are sick of having to be the educators Mm -hmm. and having to hold space to be open-minded with men about these because they're ignorant or they're uneducated. It's like what I would fucking love is for men to come to us Mm -hmm. and say, you know what, I don't understand why women feel X, Y, Z. Yeah. I don't, I, I'd, I'd love to know. Like a genuine eagerness and a willingness to know. But even then I'm fatigued with having to be that person, yeah, yeah. can you not organically want, why is there no drive to want to know? Yeah. Why are you so content being this ignorant? Mm-hmm. I think now we're living through the era of the internet. Mm. There's absolutely no excuse. No excuse. Yeah. I don't know why we still have to have this conversation. I, and I think with this one, 
situation with this particular friend, Jules. Yeah. I think what pissed us off is the way that he immediately dismissed you. Yes. And he said, anyway, Jules, I think you've blown this out of proportion. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll let you settle down. Or he said something like, I think I'll you let you to calm, calm down. down. It's like, oh. But it's so funny. Like, we're oh. the ones who ask any woman in, in your life, men who are listening, every one of us has been sexually assaulted, sexually harassed, if not raped. Harassed all the fucking time. All of the time. Yet they're the ones who say to us, you should have done this and we've lived it. And they don't listen to our lived experiences. No. Anyway, we just had to bring that up because it is boiling. I mean, I could talk about this all day. Yeah. But my point being, if there was going to be a point for this whole story, is that people can serve you for a certain period in your life. Like that gentleman, Mm. God bless. God bless him. And I think I met him at the right time. I think he's a great person. But I just wrote back to him saying, I no longer think our morals align. All the best. All the best to you. And I think we, you know, I can think of about fucking 15 guys from my hometown who have such bigoted views of life and for some reason we look past that but because they're really fun at parties yeah you know it's such an interesting point yeah. it's like at what point do you just say you know what i don't need to move in those circles yeah we're not as you say we're not in alignment i wish you the best but yeah yeah but anyway we're exhausted we're going to go to break <laughs> and we'll come back and we're going to start talking about ego i went yes. on a date and i need to talk about it oh my goodness Make sure you rated us five stars, please, and follow your gals at Good Bitch Pod. We'll be right back. GBs, you are back with main topic. Woo! Jones. I haven't told you. Oh, my God, finally. How long have I been waiting for this goddamn story? So, GBs. I went on a date with Instagram boy. The one? Yes. <laughs> no, no, but what should we call him? Because we can't call him because Instagram boy is so broad. Let's call him. Eagle? Eagle boy? Yes, but too obvious. too obvious. Let's call him Jeremy Meeks. Because of, of his past. <laughs> okay, Jeremy Meeks. Jeremy Meeks. We're going to call him Jeremy Meeks. Jeremy um, Meeks. So, full King Energy, by the way. And I still think King Energy. King Energy. Full yeah. King Energy. Full, very like, um, are you free Monday? Are you free at this time? Let's meet here. Da, da, yeah. da, da. Tick, tick, tick. The, the pussy's talking already. I love it. Yeah, I've got a little confession yeah. as well. Oh, my after, God. After, after that story. So, tick, tick, tick. Go on a coffee date, which I highly would not recommend. Boring. It's just so... I've got a friend who only does coffee dates. Boring. <laughs> I just don't know what they're thinking because I'm yeah. like, was that... Do I say cheers, bro, and, and punch it out? You know, like, I don't know. I need a dark room with a wine and yeah. the hand it's on the leg. It's not Like, are we passing yeah. the fucking nanny bread? What's yeah, going on? exactly. Anyway, really got along with him. Like I said, re- really weird because you don't know what, what this is. Yeah, and yeah. Then I'm, so I'm sitting there, I'm like, fuck, I've read into this and yeah. this is just a play date, you know, okay. like a mate-mate. This is mate. a mate's thing. Because I just had no idea. Anyway, this man's, Jeremy Meeks, Jeremy was Meeks. messaging me every day, you know, queen shit, queen shit, queen shit. Yeah. As after, soon as, after the date? No, 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 before no, no, the before date. the date. Yeah. As soon as that date, whatever the fuck that was, yeah. was over, birds, crickets, never heard from him again. Sorry, he did message me that night saying thanks for a good time. Never heard from him again. But hasn't, I'm not trying to be obvi, but hasn't he been like tagging us in stories and shit? Yeah, well, he's been tagging good bitch. Yeah, but not personal. But, wise. I mean, look, how men treat women 
verse when they want to fuck verse when they don't anymore is night and day. But I mean, that's not the point of this story. It's so baffling to me. So obviously, listeners, you would have heard a couple of episodes ago, Jodes was like, you have to go on this date. So I didn't even want to do this thing. I was against this, hey? And this is where I come into intuition anyway. Intuition and run always go with intuition, GBs. After the date, never hearing from him again, my ego was bruised, Jones. I'm thinking it was my meth skin. I'm not thinking like I'm a bit not toned at the moment. My ego is like, what you the fuck is wrong with like me? It's about you. And I, I didn't yeah. even like the guy. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, this yeah, always yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah. We need to talk about ego, especially when you've been rejected. Well, I have a little confession as well. Fucking hell, here we go. In regards to that date, hopefully you're not mad at me. What? <laughs> What happened? Did you so, fuck him that day or something? No! no. Oh, I'm scared. No. So before you went on that date, Jodes wanted the ball to move a little bit quicker. Yes, yes. So you know I'd been wanting you to go out with him. Yes. So from the GB account, he did like stories or questions in one of his stories, and I secretly responded from the good bitch account and said that he should ask you out. Oh, no, I love that. That's you being a good bitch. Okay, cool. I thought I was being a real good friend. Oh, no, that is such a good bitch. And then I didn't know what you were. I thought you were like, I fucked him an hour before. <laughs> I dead ass. I dead ass thought that's what you were going to say. No, 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 no. Oh, my God. Thank God, Jodie. Oh, my God. My heart is racing. I was like, bitch, I know we share a bank account, but hell. No, I was just like secret squirrels. I can't remember what I said, but I basically was like, you should ask Jules out. It's Jodes, don't say, <laughs> it's Jodes, don't say anything. No. Secret Squirrel's king. Love that, babe. I love that. Give him yeah. the push because all these men don't have I gave him have, a little push and then obviously it worked. It, <clears throat> it's, a, it's a hard because he's still king. It's just oh, yeah, the it's ego just, is bruised. Yeah, we have no idea what might be happening and he's still been showing us a lot of love. Mm-hmm. So we just don't know the reason. But as you said, the ego mm-hmm. came into play. So let's get into that. Yeah, tell me your story. Okay, so ego, because I have a story to share as well Mm -hmm. in regards to ego. So mine is actually a recent rejection that I faced, but then also I became the rejecter. Mm -hmm. So the rejectee and the rejecter. So recently, and I I didn't mention this on the potty, but I had a little um, hookup, didn't I, Jules? I had a little little action out of nowhere. A little... Yeah, a little, a little, a little fun. A little something. Yeah, a little, a little something. something, something. Mm-hmm. And anyway, and then the next day, we basically had a conversation and decided it, it wasn't going to go further. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, for X, Y, Z reasons, I want to focus on, you know, work. I'm not looking for a relationship. Mm-hmm. I just want to shoot straight with you. Like yep. I'm only looking to hook up. Yeah. And my ego was fucking not loving it, eh? Because I was like... What do you mean? Like, what? Like, why are you not in love with me? Like, you should be chasing me. Like, you should be trying to make this a thing, mm. King. Like, I'm, I'm awesome. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it was my ego. And it's like this man was being nothing but open, yeah, honest, great. direct communication. Direct We'd love to com- see it. Direct communication. Talked with me on the phone. Sent me the nicest message. Like, he was being really nice about it. Mm. Like, genuine. And my ego was still just like having a little freak out. Mm. So I thought that was really, really interesting because, yeah. Isn't this just, we haven't written this down or anything. Yeah, no, no, no. Do you not think that this is odd that we're both having these thoughts, our egos are the most damaged after we had a thing with two guys we didn't want in the first place? Exactly. Like, I don't even, I didn't even like this man. Yeah, I not still don't even like this man. It's like, why did I go a fuck? And even bringing it up on today's episode, 
my ego was like, don't talk about it because that's going to make you look like a fool, Julia. Like exactly. my ego is like stopping me from speaking my truth because it's my how I present to the world. It's my self-image that I'm trying to uphold, which doesn't even fucking exist. I mean, oh, at this point, fucking who cares? Eh? I'm like, what you see is what you get, babe. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that that. And then also remember I had the situation where I felt like, someone was pushing their ego on me when I actually had a king slide in the DMs and ask me out to dinner. Remember that lovely yeah, message? Yeah. Really lovely message, was super respectful, and it's very rare that a man will actually slide in the DMs and say, I'd love to take you out to dinner. Yeah. It's normally, yeah. you know. Not like show me a pussy on. Up, up to, where, where, where the tits at? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. it's usually some bullshit, but mm-hmm. he was nothing but respectful, but it just wasn't there for me. I wasn't going to waste this, this king's time. So I just said, look, I don't think it's on the cards for us, but appreciate you shooting your shot. Yeah. Love to see it, la, 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 la. And then he just left me on red. And I was like, lame. Yeah, well, his ego was Exactly. On the flip side, his ego was coming through. I was like, I would have respected him more if he just came back and was like, no dramas, no dramas, babe. Like, thanks for the reply. And I would have been like, what a cool dude. And now I'm like, I think less of him. Because when people do that stuff, I'm always like, hang on. Maybe I do want to go for a date with you when they exactly. surprise me. Exactly. Whereas, mm. like, you know what? You could, you know, you've shown me I, I, there's nothing to miss there. Mm-hmm, Bye. Mm-hmm. I will say I'm really noticing it these days mm. um, with when ego rears its head. Mm. And I've had to kind of keep myself in check lately. I've, like I said, I've been seeing it the past. I've been noticing my thought patterns a lot more this past month when I catch up with friends. Really? Yeah, because I'm very, because of this podcast, because my life is so skits at the moment, I'm doing always doing a hundred different things. Yeah. I didn't realize how much when I was meeting with friends, I'd Mm. be like, and then this happening, and this happens, this is me, me, me. Because I'm so excited. Yeah. But then I'm like, oh, are we excited or are we just wanting to talk gas ourselves gas up ourselves. and inflate our egos? Yes. You know, so I know where it comes from. It comes from I worked a very boring job for seven years straight and up until last September. So now things are finally happening and this is going to be ego finally happening for me. Yeah. I'm like so excited, but the ego is just huge. The ego's like now's my time yeah. for validation. I want to feel good. Yeah, but the ego can be useful, can't it, Jodes? It can definitely be useful. I think um, everyone should have a healthy ego Mm, and, -hmm. you know, a healthy level of confidence to stand on their own. You know, Mm -hmm. a healthy ego, it defines you. It's your spark, right? It boosts your creativity. It boosts your, you know, cements your individuality. Mm. Ego can be responsible for giving people confidence Mm -hmm. in challenging situations. Like if you're at work and you need to back yourself, Mm -hmm. you want that promotion, you know, you you want to really put yourself forward for for an opportunity. Ego will give you that ability to push yourself Mm. and do something that you might have a bit of fear about. Yeah. So ego can certainly be useful yeah right everyone should have confidence or enough confidence and ego to stand on their own Mm -hmm. it's what defines you and it's your spark it's your creativity and your individuality in saying that or Mm. after saying all of that should i say what is our gb tip of the week going to be well look i think in a nutshell if you want to sort of transcend that ego-based state of consciousness where you're attaching yourself to material shit Mm. ego-driven shit, Mm. you need to learn to let go. Mm -hmm. And what we mean by let go is let go of being offended Mm -hmm. by the small things, okay? Let go of the need to win Mm -hmm. and be right, right, or be validated all the time. Let go of identifying yourself by your reputation and by your achievements. So you are more than your job. 
You are more than your Instagram mm. following. You're more than the clothes on your back, right? You're more than who you're in a relationship with. Like all of that stuff is ego. Mm. GB tips, keep your sense of humor. One yeah. thing I'm going to give us credit for, Jules, is we've got a great sense of humour. I would hope so. We always take the piss out of ourselves. We're self-deprecating. Mm-hmm. We don't take ourselves too seriously. If we did, we wouldn't do this fucking podcast, no would we? Oh, I'd like, be crying in the shower oh every God, day, the, even more so. The amount of embarrassing shit that we share and open up here, it's like if we had ego, we wouldn't even put ourselves in such a vulnerable position, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So keep your sense of humour. Keep your mind open and your ears open. Mm. Don't be closed-minded. That's ego. That's mm. fear. That's you trying to protect yourself and keep that ego intact. That's holding you back from being the, the best and highest version of yourself. Mm. What, what do you reckon, Jules? Oh, just to round it off, I would say mm. that awareness and ego are incompatible. So mm. as soon as you have a thought, is that your ego? Your ego vanishes because you've just become aware of those bad thoughts. So true, yeah. So seeing the moment for what it is, Ego will want us to fantasize the future. So, you know, instead of being present, you're thinking, I can't wait to be a big boss bitch. I can't wait to have that house. I can't wait to have this baby, whatever, whatever. That's not living in the present. That's Mm. ego talking. Yeah. Um, And holding resentment from the past. That's ego talking. You're no longer in the present. Yeah. So just staying present. And all of that attachment, it leads to unhappiness, doesn't it? Exactly. But... GBs, I'm right there with you. It is hard to unlearn this shit. It's literally like the program. It's what we've been programmed to do our entire lives, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. It's like undoing years of... Oh, goodness me. It's an an ongoing ongoing journey. And God, we're... Fucking hell, we're oh no, God, we're no experts at this. Mm-hmm. One book I would recommend that we love, we love this guy, Eckhart Tolle, absolute mm-hmm. king. He's got a book called A New Earth. I own it. If you bitches want to borrow it, mm-hmm. come through. Um, I'd really recommend you get into his stuff. Eckhart Tolle, Neil Donald Walsh, Oprah. Oprah Winfrey. I mean, Oprah's obsessed with these guys. God. If you're just going to read one thing, just get into some Eckhart Tolle because he knows his shit. Guys, We'll be back after this break with the nasty shit. So please stay around. Uh, follow your gals at Good Bitch Pod. We'll see you soon. GBs, we have the funniest listener question that probably has ever come through, Joe. Oh, this one cracked me up. Listener says, GBs. Please help. What the hell am I supposed to do with my hands during a 69? <laughs> now, when I wrote, wrote out this to Joe, she was like, well, that's easy. And then we both stopped and we were like, wait, what the fuck do we do with our hands when we're 69 Do I? I'm just going to pretend. I'm am I gonna, on top or am I on bottom? I'm imagining myself in the position. He's going down on wait. me. I'm on the Coca-Cola. What are my hands doing? <laughs> oh, normally I'm holding myself up like a plank, like because I, I need to leverage the bed. I'm trying to, uh, babe, I need as many steps as I can get in. I need as much exercise as I can. I'm like, I'm just trying to, oh, my God, it's been that fucking long since I was in a 69. I'm just trying to imagine so, like, what I'm doing. So I'm on the deck. Am I, I, I feel like I'm touching the balls. Yeah, same. I thought I was I gurgling, the, gurgling the, the dick and, and tickling the balls. If it's, I feel like I'm tickling the balls or I'm maybe like stroking his calves or something. Okay. Oh, get a little foot massage. <laughs> this boy's getting a foot massage as well. Look, if he's if he's shorter than 5'9", I'm playing with his booty <laughs> hole and slapping the same. Come on, come on baby. <laughs> Work for me. <laughs> I feel like, 
okay, in, in our actual like advice, I think you just need. <laughs> <laughs> Am I spreading? Where's no? So I'm giving head. What the fuck? So I'm giving head. Let me just pretend. I'll pre- I just I don't want to be too graphic because this is being filmed. But I'm just pretending I'm giving head, and then <laughs> what, what? He's on the day. And then I'm. What am I doing? I'm, I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm playing with the balls. I think my forearms are resting on his thighs. I'm. I'm grabbing, massaging the balls, and doing a rusty trombone. Oh yeah, that's what I I'm doing. I feel like that's what it is. I don't know how big this dick is. But apparently, it's huge. I'm pretending to uh, give a wristy, and this dick is a meter long. Pete Davidson has entered the room. Oh my gosh! Oh my so goodness. I just give give normal heads. Look, be playful. I think use your hands. Maybe something on the legs, the balls. It depends what positioning you're in because yeah. you can do 69 a couple different ways. Yeah, yeah. How, side on. Side exactly, on is quite romantic. Depending how freak a you want to be with it. Mm, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. And then also I feel like how he's performing on you I think makes a difference. Oh, hard. Because if they're fucking going to town... Like, I feel like it's hard to really focus oh, on. Oh, the, the earth is shaking. I can <laughs> sense different senses. If they're going to town. Okay, so what is actually, um, I'm horny now. What's, that's, that's it. Just give good, like, play with the balls, play with the shafts. Be playful. Whatever's in front of you, just play with it. Whether it's, like, caress his legs, mm. play with the balls. Maybe say, like, come when you're coming up for air, like, say some, like, freaky shit. Would you just put a little finger in? Yeah, I, you could probably a, put a... <laughs> I don't know. Nah, I think I'm I'm heavy on the balls um, if it's 69. I think they love a, a bit of ball action, yeah. eh? Yeah. Or eat a bit of, bit of Gucci action. Gooch. And the Gucci. Yeah. The nasty ones, they start shaking straight away. They love it. Okay, well, we well, hope it helps. Uh, our confession this week, we've got a voice note. Yay. We love hearing your voices. Everyone who sent in a confession via email, every time I listen, I'm like, is this a radio star? Their voices are just beautiful. They always have great, strong voices, mm-hmm. don't they? Mm-hmm. So our producer is going to hit play. Okay, so hi, Jodes and Jules. Love the potty. It's just a breath of fresh air. Anyway, my confession is I've been a bit reluctant to send this in because I now, like out of the respect of the partner I have now, um, but I actually told him the confession. He was like, fuck's sake, just send it. It's fucked up. Anyway, so it was about three years ago. I was very much single living the life and could not give a fuck if I was with anyone or not. I was just going out. If I hooked up, I hooked up. If I didn't, I didn't. You know, by the end of the night, I fully looked like the fucking joker hanging out the back of a car. So was completely understanding if I didn't um, pick up. But anyway, so I went out one night and I live in like a country town. Um, So normally you either are about to break up a fucking marriage not knowing or you already know that people are are taken or they're talking to someone on tinder or whatever so hooking up was pretty fucking scarce um you're more likely to see a fucking solar eclipse than get a root but anyway so i was out this one night and this like cutie comes up you know tall dark handsome the works and he's from the city So no one knew who he was, obviously, you know, had never seen him before. So I was like, bingo. 
So I didn't really get talking that much. The connection was just there. So we exchanged Snapchat, I think. And um, well, I was like, fuck this, let's get out of here. Go back to mine. So we're in the cab and in the cab, I start to like sober up a little bit. And I realized that like, he's been a bit rude to the cab guy and even the taxi driver's getting pissed off with him. So I was just like, can you just shut the fuck up and just have sex with me? Anyway, so we get to the house, about 20 minute drive, get into my room. I'm living with one of my girlfriends and her partner who was FIFO. Um, so he was away at the time and I'm like, be, be quiet, my roommate's there, blah, blah. Anyway, get into the room and we start making out on the bed. And before he's even entered me, he starts to choke me, like full double hand choke. At the time, I was the size of fucking Casey Donovan. So luckily I ripped him off me and was like, whoa, man, like I'm into that kinky shit, but I just met you. You probably don't even know my fucking name. You haven't even entered me yet. And here you are trying to choke me. Anyway, so by this time I was like, nah, you can leave, out you get. The minute I rejected him, he like turned into a different person like saying all these nasty things and just getting like super defensive. So I just said, look, mate, no hard feelings, but you need to go. Like, this isn't going to happen. Um, like you cross the line, just, it's all good, but just, you know, you need to leave. Anyway, he wouldn't leave. So I went out to the kitchen, like got a glass of water. And whilst I was in the kitchen, I saw a packet of burger rings and, you know, naturally, We've had two bottles of champers and mama's fucking hungry. So we grab the packet of burger rings and go back into the room. I sit on the floor, like just waiting for him to hurry up and get dressed and leave. And he starts abusing me saying, no wonder why you're the size you are eating that processed shit. Um, like you've only got yourself to blame. And me being the smartest I am was like, honey, the more you talk, the more famished I am. Like, I am starving. Hurry up, get out of my house. Anyway, so he then tried to get my wallet to pay for the cab home. Meanwhile, I'd paid for the cab there. Anyway, it was just fucked. I just said, look, mate, I don't care if you steal a bike, just get the fuck out of here. So he finally left. I had like bruises on my neck. Like this is the severity that he was holding me. So I woke my poor friend up. I said, oh, look, I'm really sorry to wake you up, but I feel really guilty. I've just brought this psycho to your house. Like, I just wanted to let you know, like, you know, anyway, as she's woken up and like, what the fuck, are you okay? She's gone to look out the window to see if he's left and he's peeping in the window. <laughs> So she's then abused him again, like, go away, like, you're being a psycho, blah, blah, blah. Finally, the taxi arrives, takes him away. So we're like, thank fuck. He's then sending me, like, abusive Snapchats, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, about 11 o'clock the next morning, so the Sunday morning, I must have cha exchanged numbers with him, but I don't remember doing that. He sends me this lovely message. Hey, had such a great night. 
wondering when it, when you want to catch up for a drink again, like please let me know. I'm in town the next couple weeks. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Anyway, I just said, do not contact me again. Peace. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's my confession. It's a bit full on, but fuck boys, eh? Oh my God. Speaking of ego. Huge, pulsating ego. Wow. That's serial killer shit to be looking through the window still and refusing to get out. That guy is a fucking psycho. I'm so glad she could actually end that night safely because that could have gone one or two ways. I have so much respect for this queen, eh? The way she held herself. Oh, queen shit. What a fucking boss ass bitch, eh? I just... I just don't know how I'm feeling about men in general after our starter conversation about how they treat us and now at the end. Honestly, I just oh, I say it all the time. I just really, really wish I was a lesbian. Oh, my God. These mans ain't shit. Like, what the fuck was that? Oh, honestly, full respect to this queen for holding. Absolute queen. Folding, we love her. She's on IG. Oh, I love her so much for holding her own and not letting, you know, his vicious comments, which were clearly, again, coming from ego. ego. The fact that You've he, rejected me. Exactly. But the fact that he came back the next day. Yeah. It's like it just shows he was, yeah, so caught up in ego that night, couldn't handle the fact that this queen was holding her own mm-hmm. and, you know, probably wanted to come back for round two to try and sort of, yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, want- guilty people always do that. Oh. Guilty people always are like, good morning. Anyway, I'm so glad that she got him the fuck out of her life. Thank you for sending that through. We love hearing everyone's voice. Please keep emailing us. Keep them coming through. We love you guys so much. I hope you've enjoyed this ep. Mm -hmm. As always, support your gals on both iTunes and Spotify. Make sure you're staying in contact with us on our Instagram at goodbitchpod. We love to see it, don't we, Jules? And we'll see see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. We love you. (laughs) 